everyone these motherfucking thighs on a motherfucking monday y'all want to see these hoes i want to see it we love a good ass op is that what they call like when it's like a photo op sure an ass op you know zoom in on the booty are you zooming in on the booty let's let them see all of that okay yes all right She's ready. So, how you niggas doing? Niggas is feeling really good i'm feeling so wholesome on this nice hoe day okay <laughs> i'm feeling um very I don't know what I'm feeling today. I felt like today when I woke up, I didn't really have much of a of a feeling. I just, it was just like blah. Yeah, it was just like, like a, it was like uh, all go this morning. Like yeah. I, I've been up, made breakfast, like read a book. So I, I've you done. Cooked? I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I cooked. Yes, okay. my man was in town, y'all. So a bitch had to cook. She had to be fake domesticated, the big D, not the little. Okay, that's nice yeah. of you. I know. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time I've done it before, but you know, it's first, you know. It's shocking to me. Is it? Mm-hmm. Cause you like Cardi, I don't cook, no, I don't, don't clean. clean but you know, so y'all I got, got that ring, and I feel that it will happen for me. But you know, I feel like I want it. You know, when they say when you're dating, you have to put a precedent of like things that you'd expect. I shouldn't expect that a man is never going to say that I'm I'm ever going to cook. So I feel like if you know, I appreciate you enough, and you do it a lot. So I feel like they appreciate that. So I'm like, you know, let me take some tools from you. I don't do I don't do cook for niggas a lot. I mean, I'm I'm speaking from what I saw. I'm speaking that experience. I'm not. I, I I cook period for myself. Okay, but I don't. I just don't. cook for niggas. Okay, well, I'm over here referencing that you did something nice for a nigga. One nigga. And I did something nice for one nigga. Okay. So I'm saying you, you said they, so you made it plural. Oh, what they? What's what they? You said you cook. You, you whenever you said you made it plural, it's like I cook for many niggas. I mean, we are niggas that you cook for occasionally. You, you calling mean, yourself a nigga? I mean, am I not call myself a... I, well, okay, when we say niggas, we it's usually like it refer be, to men. Okay, but it can be like, you know... People. It, it can be people. Okay. So I'm just saying, you say you like to cook for your friends, you like to cook for your man. You make that very clear. So it's yeah. not like we're calling you a cook-for-all-ass nigga. Like, I'm you're not, not feeding I the homeless. I want these niggas to know. I, I want to... Okay, let's, let's clear it up. Anything, She's not feeding the homeless. I don't want to feed y'all. <laughs> but she did a nice deed that she felt a man appreciated. So I felt like I can do that nice deed for my nigga that mm-hmm. I felt like he would appreciate because it's something I would not do for the average. Just yeah. like you taking a date for a nigga on a date that's not something you would averagely do but i would do that yeah so we're taking things from each other and serving it to our niggas mm-hmm. as accordingly so i saw this tiktok today of this girl who um made a tiktok earlier of how every day she would feed her man this nice extravagant meal mm-hmm. we know serve it to him while he's sitting down chilling mm-hmm. and then she made this tiktok saying i can't believe i did this all this for a nigga who was cheating on me the whole time so I'm saying that to say I don't think we should cook for niggas no more. I don't think <laughs> we should do the stuff like that because we are putting ourselves in wifey positions, and we're not wives. We're and, not. and it's like, but I, is I, that only reserved for a wife to do? And I get like people say you should act the role. Like you should, if you want someone to see you as a wife, you should start acting like a wife. Or like you want someone to see you as a husband, you start acting like a husband. But it's like we start doing these acts of service for this person. And it's like we never make it to that position. Okay. So So are are we going to keep doing these acts for people? And it's just never going to. Can we think about it in the scope of can we stop putting things in a box of what is normalized for everyone else? Like if you feel comfortable doing it for your partner, do it. If you feel like he made a fool out of you at the end of it, take that L. But we don't always have to know about your L's. Like, I'm not cooking for my nigga every day. And everyone that knows, he don't live here. So I'm like, if I do it once and you here for four or five days, I, I enjoy that. And I'm going to be okay with that. And if I have to take the L on the, on the back end, I'll take the L. I've taken mm-hmm. bigger L's than cooking for a nigga. So, <laughs> honestly. So let's be real. I've taken way bigger L's than that. So if I get played out on somebody that I cooked for, I yeah. appreciate it doing it while I did it. And I want to stop saying that we're going to attach it to wifey duties. Because what if I don't want to be someone's wife? What if I want to be their life partner? And it just makes more sense for me to, you know, you being a life partner is being a wife without calling a wife. Well, whatever, you're going to do, you're going to do everything a wife does. Well, without, whatever without, requires without and what I, I feel like we just have to stop putting such big labels on things. Cause it gives words too much power, you know? Cause words I feel like are powerful. I know they are powerful, but regardless, I feel like I would rather see someone's actions than what they say to me. And if someone shows me like a certain thing, I'm like, okay, 
I fuck with this. I fuck with this vibe. I feel like we all feel that way. It's just like, it just sucks when you are doing the things what they say you should be doing to be seen in that light mm-hmm. and you're doing it. And the whole time it's not like I keep being, saying, you know? we, I took L's over bigger shit. So yeah. I, I, I'm going to take the L and I'm going to love it. Okay. okay I'm just well, not going to get on the internet and cry. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, another L that the black community is taking is uh, Bad Baby and what's her face? Period Girl. Period. Let's not act like we didn't participate in some of the fuckery because at the end of the day, it was funny. And anything that's memeable, we're going to repost because we like memes. Okay, I'm a meme girl. So let's talk about Bad Baby first. Um, we all know she got famous for saying Catch Me Outside. How about that? Uh, at the Dr. Phil's episode and she blew up for being a disrespectful ass teenager and I guess she, she got older. She tried to do her little rap career and then she had her OnlyFans and apparently she made like $9 million off her OnlyFans. I think it was more than that. I think, they okay, said I think it was she, like 20 to 50 million. I think she million. bought a house for $9 million. That's what it was. She, okay. she made a lot of money on she OnlyFans. She made a lot, lot of money on OnlyFans. she was like the highest gross um, mm-hmm. person on OnlyFans. Right. And that means that, honestly, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to like talk about y'all niggas, but that means y'all pedophiles because she's like barely 18, 20, 21. I have no idea how old she's that not, baby is. She's not of age. Like, can you look it up for us real quick how old she is while we're getting into the reason mm-hmm. why we're actually talking about her okay. is because she got invited to speak to Oxford at Oxford. And for me, I feel like that's a big deal. It's a very prestigious school. But, most, but most say people, for what? What exactly is she going there for? So I don't know exactly, but it says she was going to speak to a class about societal something. Yeah. And I just feel like we, like we said, like the L's that we keep taking, we keep taking advice and we keep following and seeing women that are appropriate in our culture and mm-hmm. getting more popular and getting, it's getting clout and getting flame yeah. off the shit that we will look at by being ghetto for. Yeah. Imagine a black girl on fucking Mari saying shit like that. I mean, there are definitely been black girls on Mari disrespecting her parents. The only thing is but black they don't girls, get famous, they don't get famous for it. The only thing is black girls don't get famous for disrespecting her parents. They get degraded for it. So yeah. it's and not thing, like, and it's more of a, oh, that's what they do anyways. You know, no, historically like, white people are more disrespectful to their parents than we are. Sure. But it's, it's like she got clout off of it because it's like, oh, look at this white girl on national t- television disrespecting her parents. Yeah. Like it was more of a. It was literally, not, yeah. there was nothing she was doing. And I feel like it's all these talentless culture vultures that mm-hmm. we are like blood sucking on. We just want that, you know? I yeah. It's like, because there's no point that we, they're even relevant in our conversation, but we're At saying all. we're going to turn it into making the relevance of. Give that same type of energy to black creators. That's all we're saying. And I'm just so tired of white people getting famous off of doing regular ass shit. For for one, that little white girl who was famous for rapping little baby lyrics at a wedding. That that was crazy. She, she got was, so she was, popular. She was, she was a little for girl she rapping was, little a little baby song yeah. in a wedding. Yeah. And like that period, ah, period uh, girl, like she's getting clout off of just saying three, period. four things. Yeah. Right. And we have these celebrities like Chloe Bailey, um, I think Asian the Brat, all these rappers, you know, duetting it, you know, and giving her more clout because they have millions and millions of followers. And she mimics black people and makes fun of us and do all these dumb stuff on her TikTok while there's all these black creators and black rappers who could use your clout that actually have talent, that want to be rappers, I don't want to make fun of black culture. Yeah. And they're not getting that same recognition. When was the last time a, a black female artist co-signed a small artist? I don't know. It's been a minute. They're all working with other big artists. Yeah. But they're not co-signing for the smaller artists. So it's like, why does this girl who says, it was funny. I laughed. I laughed. But I, I'm still I, laughing. I stopped laughing when I noticed all the celebrities giving her clout. I'm like, this is not what we want. We don't need another Vicky Woe. We don't need what? another we can't bad baby. Keep, we can't tell people we don't what need we're another doing. London, Landon, Ramon, whatever. We don't need any more of these people infiltrating our culture and getting more money and getting more clout than we do because we already know these content creators get paid way more simply because they're white versus black content creators. Yeah. And they're in our culture and in our spaces. You're in that's why I'm funny. doing it. That's why I'm doing it today. I love. I, I honestly, I was saying pretty for like a whole day because it's just so like, what the fuck was and that? And I was late to the party, so that's why I'm still saying it. <laughs> you know what? We are not late on. We're not late on the girls being back out again on another messy ass episode of Sip and Spill. We create conversations. Oh wow, sipping wine. I go by the thug motherfucking Sammy, and I'm ambitious. Life is good. Teray. And if you haven't motherfucking already, you can follow us at all 
social networks at the real sip and spill except twitter which is sip and spill one and give us a five star rating because we some five star bitches call us our youtube our reels our instagram our twitter our sip and review where you send a shit and review it our merch at the real sip and spill shop on instagram um facebook right our facebook we did not say it but i'm saying it now I don't know if I said Twitter. If I have it, I'm saying it now. No, we already did Twitter, yeah. And I think that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got some reels coming out this week, y'all. Hot and ready. Hot and ready like Little Caesars. Okay. I think that's the song that I just made up, but it's okay. So let's get into Would You Rathers. Would you rather have balls for a chin or penis for hair? Penises for hair, actually. I'll do penises for hair. Okay. Get someone to suck on my hair a little bit, you know? But I just feel like balls as a chin, it's giving Peter Griffin. So... Okay. I, I don't want that look. Okay. So, absolutely not. Would you rather spend a year at war or a year in prison? Prison. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, you already know. I watch Love of the Lockup. Like, I watch all these prison shows. I feel like I can survive in prison. I All these... Um, Criminal shows. I feel like I will I feel like I've asked you a prison question before and you still said prison too. I would rather be in prison. Like I'm not fighting for a country that don't even fight for me. So I, I feel that. I'd rather be in prison, you know, fucking on a bitch, making fake liquor. Um, you know what's so crazy? I saw this one thing and this guy was like, yeah, I was having sex in prison and he was like a rapper. And so we all look around like, okay, so he was fucking the sick, like, you know. No, uh, it's fucking the niggas. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, nah. He said, I was, he was getting, he was like, I was, I was like, I was fucking niggas. Yeah. I said, Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, but it was just how aggressively he said it. Like, we were supposed to be some, like, we we just assume we want to assume. But you clarifying that you was fucking niggas, I was like, okay. I mean, you're okay with your sexuality? We are too. So, it happens in prison. You know, you're lonely, you're in there, all these other men. Some, do you the feel booty that hole most sometimes? men do have sex with other men or are they having sex with the. Yes, they're definitely having sex with other men. There's easier access to these other men than there are to the. The female prison what if guard. You're a good looking male. Do you feel like you probably have access to the better looking? If you're guards? a good looking male in prison, you're getting fucked. They're coming for the ass. Especially if you if you look feminine too, they are coming for your booty hole. Did you not see Boondocks? The booty warrior? <laughs> Bitch, that, I likes you and I wants you. I feel like it's real aggressive. You can do this the easy way or, or the hard way. way. He's I, coming for the ass. So yeah. So you might as well. Get got before you got. Get you got. might as well give that booty up. I'm like, just give it up. He don't. He don't know how to take it or or uh, consent to it. So give it up. Fair enough. Um, yeah, at least you can prep yourself for the insertion and incision. The insert. If you're getting raped, you're not prepping yourself for it. I, but I feel like there's so many niggas that are going to have sex with you in prison. Why go for the ones that don't want to have sex with you though? That's a question. <laughs> well, maybe because the ones who don't want to have sex are finer. Than the ones who are willing That's to That's not sex. fair though. You can't force someone into some homosexual activity because you're horny. <laughs> you you shouldn't. And it's wrong. <laughs> it's very wrong, but it's the reality of prison. That's what they say. Don't drop the soap. But the people that do drop the soap know what's gonna happen. Well, the people who drop the soap are dropping it on purpose. <laughs> Is don't drop the soap a real thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. That's a real I'm thing. Some, but yeah, that's been in jail. Be Let in us prison. know. Yeah. So we are about to get into some wine facts so we can get into some motherfucking tea time tea time so I got this shit yesterday because I really like the labeling and I like the big six made me think of big sick I don't oh my know god why. that reminds me of this uh, documentary I'm watching called Mind Over Murder where six prison six people went to prison for like 20 plus years for a murder they didn't commit does that even surprise us that happens anymore we're, we're it's surprising this? when they're white uh, oh hey they were one white one for us one for us oh. okay <laughs> So this is a whiskey. It was actually aged for three months in a bourbon barrel. So when we say it's aged, it does not mean that it has whiskey in it. Because I feel like I was, I feel like we always phrase it wrong. That people think that it has whiskey in it. They don't have whiskey in it. It's, it's just, just in a whiskey barrel. In an mm-hmm. aged barrel. And this is a red balloon. We haven't had one in a while because I felt like they were tasting the same for a little bit. This has been aged for three months in a bourbon barrel. It has, I believe, 15.6, oh, 15.1% alcohol. I thought like that's the highest we've had in a minute. So I don't want to get into all this other things, but it's like it says from underground speakeasy and that I don't even know. It says the big six in his rip running shenanigans. The hooligans knew Doyle will be making deliveries in the underground. So maybe this was the underground wine 
by Mickey's Big Six. Also, this was a person in the 1920s. So we're going to try this out. California wine. Okay. California girls were undeniable. Did you want more? Oh, yeah, so small. I, I didn't know, you know? I didn't know what he was going for. I didn't know if he was going for big drunk or a little drunk. How does it smell? It smells like a red dry wine to me. It says 15.1. Nothing special about Cheers. it. Cheers. You haven't even tried it yet. Of the smell I'm talking about. It's not as dry as I thought it would be. It's actually kind of sweet. I'm not a big fan of it, but we move. Um, so let's get some motherfucking tea time. Tea um, I feel like time. we mostly talked about like we talking about negative shit in this podcast, or like what negative shit people are doing. So let's talk about something positive. Vic Mensa. Um, he is a Chicago rapper. Um, I think I know one of his songs. He's I know actually pretty fit. And the reason why I know him because it's I watched he's this. Because I watched his show on Netflix called um, something about Africans or the rich of Af. Is rich- he African? No. Um, I watched a show about rich Africans, whatever. And one of the girls on the show was dating him. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm a little bit more familiar with him. But congratulations in order because he shipped, not shipped, but he paid $10,000 worth of gas for people in Chicago. And one of those girls was like, I don't know how I was going to get gas because I had $5 in my bank account and that was it. And I was like, that's very nice of him. And the fact that he helped because he was able to fill up 200 people worth of gas. But my thing is, why does $10,000 only fill up 200 people worth of gas? And I was going to get into that because yeah. inflation is disgusting. And I, yeah. we, I was looking at this, um, I think someone sent it to me, in that the inflation for United States is probably three times less than the inflation for Houston. They said Houston is, the inflation in Houston is a lot more like dining out, gas. I mean, gas has gotten cheaper, so I'm not that mad because remember we was at almost $5. Now we like, that was that was a scary time in my life. Hello, bitch, don't. I was terrified. Bitch, I, the, the food has went up. Everything has what, went up. Everything. So, so the fact that I can even do 200, we're just going to appreciate the amount and not the cars because I mean if we if we say 10,000 sounds good but if you say I just feel cars, like it should I'm not saying like he, it's nothing on him I just I know feel like, what I'm saying the world the, that's what I'm saying so yeah. the, the amount that he donated is better than nothing 100% better than nothing but I'm just like I I feel like it should have gone to more people that's what, I, that's, that's what I'm saying I'm just, that's yeah. it. but it's not stretched in this economy at because all. People can barely fucking afford to put food under their stomachs. They can't. Like, when they say, oh, we canceled two billion worth of loans. And it'll be like 10 people. Like, what the fuck? Because like, my <laughs> loans alone are like 56K. Same. Same. So, where's my cancellation? It's coming. Oh, it, when? Whenever you do the application. I do the application. I think it hasn't I'm been opened up yet. I'm putting that I'm going to go off of income driven. So, you're not going to apply for the student loan forgiveness? Because they're not going to forgive all of it. Yeah, I mean, something's better than nothing. I'm going to keep asking them to forgive, and I'm going to keep saying income-driven because my income is driving me not to pay that shit. Girl, your income, the Lord told me I didn't have to pay, so I just <laughs> said, I don't got to pay. Whenever, God is never wrong, right? He's, so he said... When is God is good? Mm-hmm, good. He said, no, what all is, the time. put all your troubles on him and he'll take care of it. So I I've never given heard it, that. I've, well, I've I've given it to God, so that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. Ah, so next in line, L L E Choppa. I had no idea he was only 19 years old. I didn't either, but I feel like he's very he grown man aura, honestly, and he's so wise beyond his years. Like, I feel like the fact that he is like vegan, he's telling people to you know eat like you know take their sea moss, take their chlorophyll. Like he's like so up on game mm-hmm. that you would feel like he's been here many times. Even the way he speaks and the way you know what he says is very uh And before I years. even knew that the song that I was obsessed with was by him, like that one song, remember when I was obsessed like, walking down that I never knew it was from him. Yeah. Posted. Cause when he rapping he sound like he young. Posted. Yeah, I didn't know that was him. So mm-hmm. I love you. Congratulations. So yeah. let's get into it. Um, his ex girlfriend came on. I don't know what. what I what forgot was. her name. It started with an M, though. I think it was like Marissa or something. Okay, good for her. Um, she went on Instagram crying, 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 real tears. And it's like, what is it about recording yourself crying? You watch it back, and you're like, that's the one. That's I'm gonna post one. it. Like that's. 
so fucking embarrassing. But anyways, so she was crying about how he broke up with her and she was so invested and that, you know, she's just trying to get over the heartbreak. Like, you know, when you love someone, ah, ah, ah. and then he comes and comes on and he has this little counter argument and he was like, you know, I told her from the beginning, I don't believe in having one wife or one girlfriend. Like I'm, I'm Polly and I'm young and that, you know, at first she was okay with it and she accepted it. And as the time went by in the relationship, she was no longer okay with it. She wanted to be monogamous. No, and I don't want to be monogamous. And he's like, I don't have the, you know, the capacity to be un- mature in this relationship right now. And I have a lot of growing to do. And I'm like, yeah, you're fucking 19. 19. And <laughs> let's add that she was 27. Let's add that. So I don't... The, t- the thing is, I don't know, male or female, I don't know what you can see in a teenager. Even though he has... He, he is grown, mature. Grown, grown man and he has energy. grown man tendencies. He still has a teen, teen by his, his name. name. As a 27-year-old woman... You are not in the same spaces as a teenager. Facts. Even if even you're not sometimes not in the same space as another 27-year-old man. As a fact. So much more a teenager. And I feel like she ignored those things because he had money. Let's be fucking real. We give rich niggas passes. So because you thought he was your meal ticket and you were excited to be in a relationship because he was doing all these things that he never had happened before. She was saying he was treating her in a way that she'd never been treated before. And but why does it take you 27 years to get a man that's going to treat you right? Is it her fault or is it men's fault? Like, let's, I don't believe in victim blaming. Like, I don't victim blame that, but I but feel that's like kind you of can, victim blaming. I say that only because you are so gung-ho on this relationship that you only had. It hasn't even been a year that they've been together. Okay. So I just feel like... It, but what does it, that have to do with your first comment about why it, it takes I'm, I'm trying to finish. Okay. I'm trying to finish. So it's like, have you not vetted out enough men that you understand what... Okay, so have you not put yourself in a space to meet men that will treat you the way that you feel like you need to be treated? I'm not saying that she, I'm victim blaming, but I'm just saying, you're 27 years old, he's 19. So if this is the best you can get, you're going to keep hanging on to that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get to. Okay. Well, I don't, I'm not going to say what took you, why it takes you so long to find a man that's going to treat you right. But I will say... Uh, why are you crying over a child? It's embarrassing. Um, like he's a baby. And why would you even want to put a hold on someone that young? You got to experience your life, baby. Let him experience his. It's not fair. Even like I saw this one rapper, Quando, Quando, whatever his name is, proposing to his 18 year old girlfriend. The girl is 18. Why are you just taking her whole life away from her? Like, let her experience life. We all know how that's going to end. She's going to be done by the time she's 25. And I, and I, you, who you are when you're 18 is not who you are when you're 25. I had this conversation earlier off camera that Mm -hmm. men that are older or people older speak to younger because that's just, you know, it's easier for them. It's easier. It's It's manipulative. It's controlling. Because I feel like I dated, like, I, mind you, when I was 19, I dated someone that was 26. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I get the same where she was at, but my nigga was older. But it's like, I don't think we see it that way. I feel like when we're younger, we feel like we're benefiting. And I feel like when you're when you're older, you're like, yeah. You always think it's cool till we get older. When I was in my early 20s dating 40-year-olds, I thought it was, you know, oh, what he thinks I'm mature. He likes me. uh uh-uh. Now that I'm at my big age of 28, I'm seeing, no, he saw a young girl he could, you know, manipulate and get something out of. And I was this young, hot thing on his shoulder. And it was, it, it's more of a status for him. You know, it's like, oh, I pulled this 22-year-old, 23-year-old. So what does she have to gain outside of his money? Besides his money? Mm-hmm. His money. <laughs> You know, like she's, but she also said that he cheated her. You know, he Very showed well. her. But I feel like he would, and I feel like if that's the standard, just I mean, baby girl, what they always say, stand up. My thing is, if a man tells you from the beginning he's poly and he doesn't want to be monogamous and stay that, way. and you say it's okay, do not try to change his mind later and be like, well, now, no, girl, he said he wanted multiple bitches, so be okay with the multiple bitches. Like, don't mm-hmm. if you know you're monogamous, don't. F- I feel like a lot of time women try to fake the funk to get a man. That's true, and they feel like their pussy is so good it's gonna change. No pussy is good, is enough. good enough to change a nigga. The only thing that's good enough to change a nigga is a, nigga, a nigga who wants to change. Facts. That's a fact. That's a fact. Period. Shit. You can put it down, cook, suck his dick, swallow his balls, do his laundry. Don't fucking mess. The nigga wants multiple bitches. Wow. So do I ever get to give them back if I swallow them? Sure. (laughs) She says sure. It's not supposed to be stuck in your throat. You're supposed to (laughs) and then take it out. (laughs) 
<laughs> fucking hate you. You never swallowed balls before? No, I have not. And I did not see that in my future, but that's okay. You should try it one day. So on it's a whole new world. On to more pressing matters, okay? <laughs> Let's talk about the readiness of men to females. So we why were, did you say men and then refer to women as females? Um, should I say women? Yeah, because we're not we're we're women. We're not females. You don't you don't like the word female when I do not like the word female. I don't have a problem with it. I feel like it's an incomplete sentence because a female is a body part. So a female what? A female dog? A female monkey? A female? We're that's interesting. We're women. We're female humans. So we refer to us as women. Yeah. Interesting. I never I never felt that way. Yeah. Okay. I don't She's like the a feminist for real, for real. I just feel like it's just, why is it? Because we don't refer to men as males for the most part. We don't be like that because male right there. I think it's male don't come out like as easy as female can. Females can come out a lot easier than male. Females is two, uh, it's just females and males is one. So it's like, it's easier to say males than females, actually. It's easier to say men. And it's, well, so you can say, so why was it easier to say females than males, but it's easier to say men than what's the difference? It's two, they're both two syllables. That's what I'm just, you just said, it's no difference. That's why I don't think, I don't see a problem in me not saying woman because I mean, sometimes we say females. Like, yeah. I don't say females, I say women. I mean, interchangeable to me. So mm -hmm. I, I don't see the problem with calling anybody either unless it's doing derogatory. Because when they say, but the thing is, all the times when men say females, it is a derogatory. So I think it's a connotation by it because it's usually used as a degrading way. Not well, I'm not seeing, saying it as a degrading way. I'm just saying it mm -hmm. for the most part as most the woman readiness to male men. See, you see, I just even when I said woman, I said male. It's not it wasn't on purpose, but because I just. I think it's because we we're talking about it. You said male. Because male don't. You just said male doesn't come out your mouth. But I'm just saying like still I said woman and then I end up saying male instead of men. we were just talking about it. I know it. but I didn't say men because I still said a two syllable thing mm -hmm. to what I was saying already. Ding. Okay. So either way. Male. Female. Woman. Men. Okay. Either or, come all as you are, come all as you aren't. So we watched a video by the crew season and it had a um, subcaption and it said that um, men meet great, was it great women before they are ready to settle? Let me double check real quick. Close enough. Let, yeah, I just want to double check that the terminology is right because I don't want to. Most men meet the perfect woman before they're ready to settle. So when we watched the video, in total, they were pretty much saying, well, she, um, she was a guest on their show. And I believe she's from Champagne Wives or something like that. I don't want to be incorrect, but sometimes, okay, so I was right. Okay, thank you. I want to make sure I'm politically correct when I'm saying things about someone that's referring to it. And she was talking about how the readiness of a woman is always more than the readiness of a man. And so I felt like when we were watching it, I'm like, okay, yes, but we're saying so. Men meet great women before they're ready to settle. So what does that have to do with a woman? You see what I'm saying? When, we, when I said that, I was like, because like, they put the subcaption as in they meet great women before they're ready to settle. But she's saying the readiness of the woman is different from the male. And we're always waiting on the male. So what what is that leading to? So what I'm trying to get as she was speaking about how women do not want to operate in this like fuck nigga free society, but men do not give us the um, space to be in our feminine. And saying that, so like, referencing back to when you were like, we can't be doing wifey shit for niggas and then get played out on it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they said great men meet great women because we, we are doing great things for them, mm -hmm. but they're not appreciating because they're not ready to give us what we're ready for. Okay. So that's why I'm saying why, why does that have anything to do with the female when the man is not where they need to be? That's what my point was. Okay. I don't really think it has anything to do with the woman, but everything to do with the man. Okay. Because if, you, if you're a great woman to a man and he's not ready to accept it and be committed to it, then it's really not, it doesn't really blow back on you. It's more of who he is as a person. Okay. So with him being who he is as a person... How much opportunity do you give him to grow? How much do you allow your your needs not to be met? Because most times, just because a man is not ready does not mean people will leave, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think you should do that. I feel like if you want a 
committed relationship and he's not willing to give you that, why, I don't see the reason why giving him an opportunity to... Do you feel like commitment is always the end goal for most people? No, I don't think so. But I said, if you want commitment yeah. and that's what you're looking for and he's not willing to give you that, I don't think you should give him the opportunity to waste your time. Do I think everyone wants commitment? No. I feel like some people are here for a reason and some people are here for a season. So I'm comfortable dating men knowing it's not going to lead anywhere because I'm just having fun at the time. And there's some men who I want to date for serious reasons and I want to see a future with you. So the whole like women don't want to operate in this fuck uh, niggas get money um, mentality. I I agree and I also disagree because I feel like women are always we we do want to operate in that mentality sometimes, be, but only because we know at a certain age the men we're dealing with are not ready for what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. So because these men are not ready for what we're looking for, we're like, okay, well, let's just have fun. And we have a great time doing that. Like yeah. we have a blast. So we're yeah. like, oh shit, like this is fun. And then you start catching more feelings. And then you start catching more feelings. So yeah, I feel like, no, we, we are comfortable, uh, you know, men, operating our city girl mentality but i mean it goes from men and women at a certain at a certain time in your life you are tired of what's outside yeah. and you're ready to settle down and you're ready to commit but the thing is men feel like they have so much more time than what they really have yeah and because in society we have conditioned men to believe that even though if you're 40 50 you are still in your prime if you, yeah. you can date a, a much younger woman they like, say that men in their 40s is the new 30s yeah i mean they said that for everyone the 30s and new 20s the 40s and new 30s but I mean, look at leonardo dicaprio and once his girlfriend turns 25 he dumps them so and he's been getting older and he dates the same age woman, woman yeah so it's like we have conditioned men that no matter how old you get, how ugly you are, how fat you are, as long as you provide something, a woman's going to date you. Very much something. Very much something. So that's a different case, though, when it comes to someone that you feel like you really do vibe with, but they're just not giving you what you feel like deserves at the needed time. Mm hmm. So I guess that's like a trying to be trying to be a segue, y'all. I'm not I'm not trying to reach, but it's like a segue because it's like you meet the perfect. Sometimes we meet perfect people, but the timing is not right, or yeah, you're just do. not healed, or you're not addressing what needs to be addressed. Because I feel like a lot of being the right person in the wrong time has a lot to do with healing. But we can get into that later because we might disagree. I feel like right person at wrong time has a lot to do with has a lot of factors not just healing okay that's what i said we can get yeah. into that because i'm saying i said for me personally that's that's the reason why i feel like it's because someone can address and understand that they're not where they need to be but they don't know why because they haven't dissected in okay. x y and z so that's gonna get to the top of conversation right person wrong time so what does it mean to meet the right person at the wrong time the idea of right person wrong time refers to a connection with someone who seems perfect for you but there are extenuating circumstances pulling you apart, leaving the potential unrealized. It's okay. simple. So do you believe in the right person, wrong time? I absolutely feel that it is a possibility. And I feel like maybe I felt that. But then I have to think about other factors. And I'm like, was I just so honed in on that that connection because everything else was fucking shit worthy? Mm -hmm. Or was that really the right person for me? And I wasn't they or I wasn't in the right space for it. So I feel like I, it differs with people because I'm like, sometimes I have a connection with someone and I'm like, this is life changing. And then when I'm on the other side of it, I'm like, girl, you was just crazy. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like, for example, I feel that for a lot of people, remember, I just feel like I was a person that liked people very intensely, very, like very soon. So it's like, how many people can I say that about? Okay. Like, I'm like, oh my God, we got along so well. Oh my God, I thought we would have been together. Okay. But I feel like for me, I feel like I don't know how genuine that is because I'm just a very popcorn lover. Like, okay. so when I take my time with something, I'm like, this is, feels more genuine. But when I like someone or I'm, I love someone in like a week, it's less genuine because I like them for superficial reasons, like how they look, how we look together, how it's never of absolute substance. And so, like, now that I'm dealing with someone that, it was more of a, okay, let's sit back and think about the gains, the losses, how you, what do you input, what he inputs. I'm like, a lot of things that I've done for a while have been very superficial because I didn't want another um, character development type of relationship. Okay. 
Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah. Sitting back, reflect, and making changes. and Yeah, because yeah. I feel like the men that I've wanted are not men that make changes in my life. They mm -hmm. add stress to my life. Okay. Yeah. Traumatizing stress. Yeah. Not even like stress that's like, okay, that's doable. That's understandable. But it's like stress that is like uncalled for. It's yeah. un unprovoked lies. Yeah. And I feel that... Dating never, is very traumatizing. Yeah, and I feel like I've never really operated in much safe spaces because I've always, always pursuing men that maybe I had no business being in my aura. Okay. So. Do I believe in right person, wrong time? Absolutely. And I don't always agree. I mean, always believe it's just as a selfish reason. I feel mm -hmm. like if you, if you as a man or... Okay, I'm going to go for a man perspective. If you as a man meet the right woman and you know you can't give her what she can, what she needs in a relationship, even though you like her, it's the right person, wrong time. Or if you know you won't be able to financially provide the way she wants to be uh, taken care of, right person, wrong time. Or if you know if you can't give this man what he needs in a relationship because you're still, you're still on your city girl shit, Facts. right person, wrong time. So I don't think it's always like as a, Oh, I'm not healed. That's why I can't do it. It's because you don't have the mental capacity. You don't have the time. You you got a new job. You're about to move to a different state. You are, you know, uh, you just lost your job. Yeah. Uh, you, any, like, there's all these extra factors. Your mom just died. Like, there's all these extra factors that could happen. So you can meet the person, but you know you can't give them the commitment and the time they need because of the outside factors going on in your life. So yeah, I definitely believe in that. Yeah, so I don't want to get too deeply of like why I have a discourse for that because we're going to talk about that later. So okay. let's talk about have you ever dealt with that and have you been that to someone, like the right person at the wrong time and have you ever dealt with someone where you were the right person for that motherfucker? It was the wrong time for him. Uh, have I ever dealt with right person, wrong time where I'm the, well, I felt like he was the right person and it was the wrong time. Yeah. Like, do, like, no, do, do, do it on both um, ends. I don't think I've ever dealt with someone who I felt like I, um, I was the right. No, 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 no. What was it? I was the right person. It was the wrong time. Mm -hmm. No. Yes. I've, I felt like I've dealt with someone that I was the right person and it was the wrong time. Yes, definitely. That's happened to me. And have I had someone who I felt he was the right, right person. person it was, was the wrong, wrong time, time for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. I never felt with someone that I thought he was the right person and it was the right time for me. I yeah. think for me, I have dealt with someone that I felt was the right person for me, but it was the wrong time. I think it was like when I was fresh off of like my relationship, I think I was really connected to the person that I was dealing with while we were in our open relationship. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was so connected to him. And I'm like, he's such a great person. He's understanding. He knew this whole situation, but he wasn't the right person. So mm -hmm. I feel like. No, I, I don't think I've ever had someone that was the right person for me at the wrong time. Yeah. I feel like I put too much emphasis on the relationship. Do you think the reason why we feel like that way because we're always ready for a relationship? Yes and no, because I feel like I'm not always ready for a relationship. Okay. I feel like the last few shit I've been dealing with has been very traumatizing and I'm with the right person right now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes I'm dragging, like I told you earlier, I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm dragging my feet. Like yeah. I feel like I'm just sometimes self-sabotaging because it's like, I'm just low key still traumatized. Literally that, that the real word is I'm traumatized and I'm still in this like trauma brain, sabotage brain, like do what feels normal. Cause normal feels good. So have I ever felt like someone was right for me and it was the wrong time? So, yes, sometimes I have, but I always know if there's willing room for growth and they always say, just choose each other. So when you're choosing each other, it should be a lot easier, but life is fucking hard itself. So what do you think people mean when they say right person, wrong time? What do I think they mean? I feel like what I was trying to say earlier, I just feel like this person is providing everything that you ever wanted in, in the times that you really wanted it. Like, because when you say you want a supportive partner and you get one, you're like, oh my God, how do I act towards this? Because I don't know how to receive this. Like when they say, don't mishandle something you prayed for. That's what I kind of feel is the example of right person, wrong time. It's like, you're dealing with, say you're dealing with a fuck nigga. And we all know what that is. I don't feel like I have to explain to people what the fuck that is. So someone that says they're going to call you at eight o'clock, calls you at eight o'clock. Someone that shows up for you when they say they're going to show up for you. And it's without question. It's like, you don't have to work too hard. You don't have to. You can literally be who you are with other niggas. But this man makes it feel like he's carrying this way with ease. So for me, it's like the right person is someone that you've always wanted. All these other niggas that traumatized you to be. But because 
you have so many jaded feelings and so many experiences with men that couldn't handle what you were willing to give a man. And now a man that's finally giving it to you, you're like, shit, what if I fuck this up too? Mm -hmm. You're thinking you're going to be the problem. Okay. When you know this is exactly what you want right in front of you. Okay. So what do you think it means? I think sometimes when people say that, it can be genuine and it can also be like, I just don't want to commit. You know, because sometimes it could really truly be right person, wrong time. But other times I've seen like people who go through like medical school and shit and go through their residencies and they're still deciding to be in a committed relationship. And if that's not the most perfect right, you know, right person, wrong time, then I don't know what is. So it's like to me, it's just like you just don't want to commit with this person. So you're saying that as an excuse not to commit. I wish I could agree with you, but I don't agree with you only because it's like what someone's view of a relationship or what someone's committing to someone, just because they're in medical school and they're in a committed relationship doesn't doesn't equate to a, the commitment. It's like because they're committed to school, they're committed to this, they're committed to that. So it's like you're saying that because if they can do school and be that honed in and then someone to not be that busy and be in a committed, I don't, that doesn't correlate to me. What do you mean some, someone not be that Because you're saying someone that, that's, that, that is that busy still choosing to be in a relationship. Yeah. You have, you're not including traumas. You're not including, because I'm going to say you're only equating right now to busyness to someone saying it's the right person at the wrong time. Right. Am I, am I correct? I don't want to put words in your mouth. I said right. Yeah, no, no. So, so I'm saying when you, when I say that I'm equating so many more things outside of just their work schedule because people can be busy and absolutely be committed. That is not something I'm not saying, but I'm saying there are so, some people literally are just fucking batshit crazy of being with someone because it's like, what the fuck? We said dating is ghetto, but dating and not being sure of yourself, sure of things that you thought you wanted is also another thing. So it's like, it's relearning because when you are with someone, you have to relearn every single person and what works for them. Cause like you said, before, like episodes ago, you have to date people accordingly. And we just started getting to the vicinity of doing that. Like we're, we were always dating one pick all this egg is in the basket this week. This egg is in the basket next week. So it's like making the commitment to make that 180. You are considering people and their, your feelings and their feelings and their space and what they had. So for me, I think it takes so much more than a schedule to say if it's the right person, wrong time. Okay. That's, that's the only reason why I'm adding to that. So do we think people use it as an excuse sometimes? I absolutely don't think people make use it as an excuse. I mm -hmm. feel like, for example, NLE Choppa, for him, like she probably was his dream girl when he first met her because she was giving him the yes, okay, I'm okay with polygamy, I'm this and that. But the wrong time for her, she realized that she cannot handle that. Because you went into it thinking, like we said, it's a meal ticket. So that's okay with me. Have other girls. Cause, but when she started getting the treatment that she wasn't getting before, just like us. For example, if one of our favorite niggas has other bitches, we upset. Right. So I feel like just for her, she was just like, maybe wasn't taking it that seriously. But then when she got more invested, it was a problem to her that he even considered anything outside of her. Because she's giving it her all now when that's not what she initially signed up for. And so for him, he pretty much laid it out for her. He was like, you can be the right girl for me if you think that this is what you can handle. But when she started showing him that she's not at that place where she's okay with him having multiple women, it's the wrong time for her. But she might still be the right girl for him. They might meet back up in, you know, mm -hmm. the cloud. I don't fucking know. But I don't even use that as an excuse. Some people, you genuinely probably don't have enough in them to exhaust that much time and energy into someone knowing that they're not there yet. Like she was there then, but she really backtracked because she really lied. You know, mm -hmm. that's the only example I have. Cause it's like, sometimes we do it. We think we're ready for something. And then when you're in it, you're not ready for it. Right. So I think sometimes people do use an excuse. Um, just, just because they don't want to, you know, to put in the work to make that commitment. And I don't, I'm not saying that as a bad thing, because sometimes some people are just not willing, are just not worth putting in the work. Even if you feel like they're the right person, you're just, you, you don't see that they're worth the right, they're, you don't see their worth. You can be an absolute perfect partner to someone, but if they don't view you in that light, like you oh, are. Absolutely, absolutely. If they don't view like you true. in that light, so even though you are giving them what they need, they're going to use that as an excuse because you are the right person for me. 
But right now, I'm just not willing to give you what you need. And whether that's it's true. whether it's because of you know tr- trauma, whether because of time, or because you just don't fucking want to. It's just like I don't feel I'm like saying, doing and it. And that all t- t- plays a factor. So that's why it's so hard. It's like how do you juggle that? Because it's like um, with you saying that sometimes it's not worth their time because they don't see it worthy of it. Do you feel that if you were to meet someone that you felt was the right person with the wrong time, do you feel like you would wait? Honestly, me, I don't think it's ever worth waiting for someone. If you want to, you know, casually date, like fake date people, you know, I want this person. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm still gonna have my fun and like still casually fake date while I wait for this person. I guess that's on you. But I feel like if a person shows you that, hey, you know, they're not ready to commit to you. I don't see the point of waiting and waiting for that person to commit to you. If that's something you want to do strongly, then I guess go ahead. But I just feel like if you are worth it, I don't think that person's going to have you waiting around. Like, I just, I don't think it's worth, worth waiting I, I mean, for I agree with you. I mean, I've been in love multiple times in my life, so I absolutely know. But I don't think waiting around for anyone does anything but hurt yourself. Yeah, it's just like you not respect your time. Like, you don't think your time is valuable. But I feel like people that do wait don't feel like their time is valuable. Like, okay. people that don't want to get over exes or people that don't want to get out of a situation with their baby mamas. It's because the comfortability has allowed them to be lazy. And like okay. you said, you said, you're like, if the person is right for you, they're going to work for you and they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Yeah. So, Not only is the person's right for you, if the person is right for you and they also feel, see value in you because you can be right for that person. But if that person does not see value in you, it doesn't matter. I think that value to some people is subjective to what they value in a person. I don't, I really hope niggas are just not out here dry, waiting, wasting bitches into li- like lives or time. Yes, they are. Let's be fucking for real. There, there are guys who, I mean, I just watched a TikTok about a guy said he wasted a woman's life time for 11 months. She was perfect for him. She cooked, she cleaned, she took care of him, she did everything she wanted, but he just refused to commit to her. Next week, he, he I mean, he met a girl, he committed to her after a week. So, do you think that she, the, the 11 month prepped him for that or do you feel like he just did not want to be with her i feel like he just didn't see value in her even though she did everything he wanted he did not see value in her so he was willing to waste her time for 11 months and he met a girl he made her his girlfriend after a week and he said she had all the same qualities of the girl prior but still that's i'm just saying like if a man doesn't see value in you it doesn't matter what you do or what you give to him he's not going to commit. And there's, there'll be another girl that he sees value in and he'll commit, even though she did everything the previous girl did, all because of the he way he views you. For women? Yeah, I think it goes both ways. I don't think it goes both ways. I think ways. it goes both ways. There's been guys who were get, gave me the whole fucking world. You know, they gave me everything I wanted, but I did not see any value in them. So it's like, I... There was no point. You can give you can give me everything I want. Treat me how I want it. But if I'm not into you and I don't see value in you, it's not going to work out. If another guy does the same thing that I see value in, bam, it's going to work out. Uh, I wish I could I could agree with that. But that's but that's how I no, feel. No, that's why. I, that, so, I mean, hey, opinions are yeah, opinions. they're not facts. So it's just like it. This it doesn't matter. I me personally, I feel like it doesn't matter if you're the best person for that person. If that person doesn't see you in that light, it's over for you. And if they see another person for that light and they do just as much as you're doing, they're going to commit to that person. And it's just a, it's just the truth. It's just a sad world we live in. Mm. That you can just be a go above and beyond from a person. And if that person does not appreciate it, it's just, it sucks. Yeah. So... Do, we're going to get into dating while healing or should you come healed? Because I feel like this has been like a biggest debate where people say that you shouldn't date while you're in your dealing, healing process or you should know what you want or at least be in the process of understanding yourself and not to repeat like, you know, broken patterns mm-hmm. to be a better partner to someone. How do you feel? What is your take on that? Do you feel like you should be dating while you are in your healing process or should you just self-isolate and not worry about that. I feel very indifferent about it because I feel like you should come healed, but also because you are healing doesn't mean you don't deserve love in a relationship. So I feel like dating while healed, dating while healing can, can be effective, but it's also like, okay, you're dating while you're healing. And then what if you meet someone who just every, all the healing you've done just 
it's just not worth it anymore because they fucked you up. Oh, of course. So you've made all this work to be a hill human being and you and you're like, okay, well, I'm in a place where I can start dating. You know, I'm I'm not all the way there, but I'm almost there. And then you meet someone who traumatizes the fuck out of you. Mm. All the healing you've done is just canceled out. That's a fact. Rather than coming healed where no matter what that person does, you're good. But it's like, are you willing to rob yourself of, of a wonderful opportunity just because you are in a healing process? Because what if that person can also elevate oh, you to heal fast, to heal more? So it's like, it's not, I think it's all by a person by person by person basis. I, I feel the same thing. I feel like it's case by case. By case by case, because it just depends on say, the person that yeah, you're dealing with. Also, some men, like you said, will bring out the most masculine side of you. and That's what you're trying to get out of. Yeah. And there's some people that will bring you to the light and be yeah. like, you know what? Even though you're not fully there, it doesn't yeah. mean you don't deserve to be in a committed yeah. loving relationship. Abs- I, I agree. There's really, I don't even have to fuck it. <laughs> no, honestly, because I feel yeah. the same way. So Way says, you know, this is the right time, right person, all that good stuff. One of them is that you support their development as a person and vice versa. Another one is that you want the best for each other and there's a lot of respect in that connection. Ooh, heavy on the respect. Yeah. Relationships definitely last a lot. Some relationships definitely um, lack a lot of respect. Um, you can see yourself building a future with them and you're on the same page. Like, yeah. I love when sometimes when you talk to someone, they say we, they, they include you in their future plans. That's how you know they see a future with you. When they say, well, I'm going to do this, girl, you might, oh boy, you might as well just look the other direction because they don't see you in their future. Um, you can easily discuss things with them and they rec- they reciprocate openly too. Like anything, like even stuff that are uncomfortable. Like I feel like you you can also discuss being attracted to other people in your relationship, yeah. you know, and they can also talk to you about that because if you, that's your partner. Yeah. So if you can't talk about everything about your partner, that includes cheating, that includes, you know, dirt, like anything that can have an uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversation, you should be able to discuss that with your partner. So ways that you know that it is the right person, but it might not be the right time is that your gut is telling you that you just, it's not right. And I know they always say, have you ever have a feeling about a nigga that you just know, like, it's just, yeah, this nigga no. just ain't shit. No, honestly, I feel like yeah. those are really, cause I, it's like your body literally rejecting Jacks that them. person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, we, but we don't listen to it. Cause we're just like, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's absolutely real. Like indefinitely. And another way that you know, that is just not the right time for you is when you're emotionally unavailable. Like we said, you might be... Are men ever emotionally available? Let's be fucking for real. Are women sometimes emotionally available? We, we are. We I, can be emotionally available, but for the most part, sometimes we are. But like, are, as, as a man, are they ever emotionally available? I think the men that make an effort to be emotionally available are more more valuable than men that just... I feel like men are emotionally available until they... Have meet a woman that forces them to be and they don't come emotionally available that's a a fact and i feel like with some men that's been like you know dogged out x y and z and really want love it's hard for them to get out of that space of thinking that only women want to use them so how come when women who've been dogged out we're more willing to be emotionally available than men who've been dogged out because we were trained that our best asset is men okay that's literally how we so we're also we're always willing to take the l we are. Yeah. I mean, you heard me. I said, I was like, I can cook for a nigga. And if I take that, I'll take that L. I'm not always willing to take that L. I'm willing to take that L because I'm open and I'm ready to be in the space where I can allow the love to flow. Okay. Like, I just, I want to, I want to. Did you already do your two? Or did I? I, I, did, I did my two. Okay. One is you are not ready to do the work to grow. Okay. If that person is not willing to do the work to be a bigger, better, better bitch or a bigger, better, better nigga, uh, not the right person. That's a fact. Uh, the log- the logistics makes it harder to be together. Like, for example, you want a monogamous relationship and they want a poly relationship. Yeah, <laughs> the, the logistics are not logistics. It doesn't make sense for y'all to be together. Uh, so, you know, children, all that. Yeah. Like, she those, just got pregnant. Those are conversations <laughs> that y'all should definitely yeah. have. So those all things like right person, wrong time. So yeah. these are things that you should do. If you are in those situations and I feel like you should consider your attachment styles. Most times I can only use, for example, for me, that when I felt like it was the right person, wrong time, it was because I was going through turmoil. Like I was literally going through it and I was attaching myself to this. Like that was the only way of happiness outside of the door of what was next. Instead of realizing that like this connection probably wasn't as strong as I thought it was. It's like I keep saying, very surface level. It's not giving or feeding things that I need initially. It's feeding the initial need to be seen. Mm-hmm. So, 
And the next one is to reflect on the connection. They go hand in hand. I don't feel like I need to like elaborate, but it's just like, is the connection really worth it? Or is it because you were just attached? Because we said clingy culture is what's in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I cherish them and view them with gratitude. I feel a lot of times, even me, I say, this nigga waste my time. Instead of like, okay, what can I learn from this? You know, what did I get from this relationship? What did I, you know, what can I take from this that I can bring to my next? So we're always so used to be like, oh, yeah, this nigga ain't shit. But maybe he, you know, found out who you really were as a person and didn't like it. Yeah. Like, we never think we're the problem. We always feel like the nigga is like wasting oh, our time. Oh, I absolutely know I'm probably the problem sometimes. And we never feel like maybe he just didn't like us as a person. Another thing is allow for true presence and accept what happened. Like, just let it go. Like, even the whole thing with the whole Miami nigga, you were like, how are you just so like, you know, okay with it? I'm just like, well, it, it is what it is. Like, I can't force anyone to want something they don't want. So I'm just like, okay, it, it happened. I can move on. And I have. And it's, I'm okay now. You know, yeah. I was sad for two days and I'm like, okay, it happened. And I can learn. I learned from it, you know, and I'm willing to take what I learned from that into my next relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's get to some motherfucking questions. Okay. My question is, do you feel like the right person, wrong time has a lot to do with reincarnation? I don't really believe in reincarnation. So, no. I do. I just okay. feel like, you know, sometimes you meet someone and you feel like you've known them for the rest of your, your entire life. It's because you probably didn't meet them in a second life. That's the only reason why I feel that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. My question to you is, do you think society pressure on men to have to provide for their family is the reason why they feel like they have to wait so long to actually settle down? No, I don't. Okay. Niggas be getting married broke, like dead ass broke. I, I, I know, I'm telling you, I know a story of someone that's like, has no money to their name, but they love the fuck out of their girls. So like, you know, I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna ask motherfuckers. I'm gonna, I, I, I. and granted, I feel like that's kind of romantic to me. Cause I mean, granted, I wouldn't do it, but that's romantic. Like, bruh, like you are risking livelihood to be with this woman. That to me is, it shows more than a man waiting to be ready. Okay. I think it does. I think this the pressure we put on men to um, be able to financially provide for their family is a reason why a lot of them take a while to settle down because they're like, well, I can't do nothing for this bitch, you know? So, well, maybe she's not a bitch. Let me not say that. I can't do nothing for this, the mother of my, future mother of my children, my, my wife, the woman. So let me wait until I'm able to, I'm financially good because let's be real. We put a lot of the financials burnt on the men. Yeah. So it's like if a man can't provide the way he wants to provide, the fact the, the likelihood of him getting the type of bitch he really want, not it's, like a it's, regular it's, bitch, it's literally void. So yeah, I think that's why they you know uh, wait on hold off on settling down. I only had one question. Okay, my next question is: Should um, should you come healed? Also, do, 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 my question to you is: Come healed. Does that also apply to women? nothing always really applies to women because I feel like we always put more effort than men do. Okay. Because we're always, we always say men, oh, you gotta come healed. Don't come broken. I feel like... So can we come, should we also come fully healed and not broken? I feel like at least be in the healing process because I feel like before I was at a space that I was at now, I feel, like I keep saying, superficial was the only thing I was thinking. I was thinking of what does it benefit me? And then I'm thinking when I was in those parasitic relationships that just looked good or felt good in the moment. It never was longstanding and it was all built off of shit that just seemed nice. Okay. So so men need to come healed. Women can come healing. Yeah. Okay. I, like I that. agree. No, I agree because let's be fucking for real. Women always put more on a relationship than a man for the most part. I just said that. Yeah. They so do. it's like, even though we are, we, and we, we also know how to multitask. So the fact that we are healing we can also still love you correctly. Yeah. The only thing is if y'all fuck up our healing <laughs> is when it's like fucked up. But men, if y'all don't, I don't feel like, I feel like if men don't come fully healed, it's not going to work because y'all are y'all already lazy. Y'all already don't want to put in the work. Y'all already don't want. Well, let's just, let's add us in there. Some of them are, some of us are women. Okay. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. So, it, so y'all already don't want to do the work to be in a relationship. So it's like, if you not already healed, then don't come at all. But again, it's like, even if you're not helpless. But what about bitches who want to work on the nigga? I don't want to build a nigga. So if you want to build a nigga, you, this ain't the place to be. So you want them to come healed? I want them to be 
where they need to be. So you want them to come healed? I guess. Yes or no? Healing. I, I could take a healing man. You could take a healing man? I can't take a um, non-healed, non-self-awareness. I can't take that. But no one I feel like respectfully is 100% healed ever. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you're done and then something will traumatize you and you will get back triggered for something you thought you was over. Yeah. So no one is actually ever... Healing is not linear at all. Exactly. So I don't feel like anyone has ever done healing, but I do feel like the people that make the effort and people that do actively try to heal are better than the passive healers. I agree. So, so thanks for taking this journey with us. It, it's been a, it was a definitely a difficult episode to record. I don't know what was going on today. We just kept fucking up. Um, yeah. It just didn't go smooth for us today. But you know, that's part of the podcasting pro- uh, process. I just want to be fully transparent. transparent. So we fucked up sometimes and we fucked up a lot today, but it was still an episode. Yeah. I'm sure you're also going to love it. And if you haven't already, follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Spin Spill, except Twitter, which is Sip and Spill One. And why are Idly is a five star rating because we're the five star, star bitches. Sip it and spill it, 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 sip it